everybody and welcome to another show of Torn It Up. May may, but the year's moving on. We're just past the midway point of the month. Uh, it's hard to believe another two weeks and the first month will be gone. Unreal. Uh, time moves so fast. Let's get started with, the, with the, the show and we're kicking it off. Well, this is me wingman. This is my brother from another mother, Anthony Gomes. And, you know, hot on the success of High Bloat Voltage Blues. That's now well over a year in the Billboard uh, Blues charts in, a, in the States. Uh, he has just remixed and re-released uh, his previous, well, 2018 album, actually, uh, peace, love and loud guitars. So we thought what a great way to start the show off with the turbocharged remix, revitalized peace, love and loud guitars. Anthony, take it away. Guitars. 
words fail, six strings can't speak. Gonna take a message to the streets. From Montreal to Mozambique. Everybody clap your hands and stomp your feet. I want peace, love, and loud guitar. What a great way to start the show. Just high voltage blues rock at his very best. And Anthony certainly, his star is just rising so rapidly. Great things in, uh, in store for Anthony, I'm sure, in 2024. Now, here, here's somebody else who I think there's great things in store from as well. This is a, actually a mystery band. Uh, the guys in the band are wear, wear gas masks. They are called Atomic Freak. Um, and uh, they have released a new album. Uh, and this is a track from that album. It's out as a single. This is Atomic Freak. And light the fuse. <laughs>
Yeah, what a great track. Uh, really high voltage rock and roll at its very best. And uh, I think this band is just going to be a worldwide success. The album, get a listen to it, Meltdown. It's just, it's unreal. It's really, really good. Have a listen to it. It's, there's not one bad track on it. And it, look at those of us who are big fans of ACDC and particularly the Bond Scott era of ACDC, you'll absolutely love this. It's, it's, um, it's not a parody. It's the, the, the quality of the lyrics and the music is right up there with the very best. Um, and it's just, look, have a listen to it. I think you're going to love it. I predict great things for this band in this year of 2024. Now, next up, we have music. Well, actually, Anthony uh, recommend, Anthony Gomes recommended this band to me, and I checked them out, and Anthony, you're on the money, brother. This is Road Wolf, and this is a track from a, an album they released in 2023 called Midnight Lightning, and this track's called On The Run.
Yeah, that's certainly uh, good stuff. Uh, definitely, thanks, Artie, for the for the recommendation. Uh, definitely enjoyed that. That was Road Wolf and Midnight Lightning. Now, next up, we have Head East. And, uh, well, this is kind of a, is it a question or is it a statement? If you knew me better. <laughs>
Yeah, that was Head East and If You Knew Me Better. And that's taken from an album they released in 2023 called Full Circle. So check them out. Now here's somebody else. I just think this guy has such an incredible bluesy voice. It's just, the, 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 it's, it's amazing. This is Marcus Balafonte. And of course, those of you who are fans of 10 years after know that Marcus does the vocal duties there. But this is taken, this track's taken from an album called Shake the Walls. It came out in 2013, 11 years ago. And, uh, well, judge for yourself. Uh, this is Marcus. And, uh, well, let him tell you the story. Skin I'm in, it won't tell no tale. Of each sky and every line Not as truth and a crying shame I know we all do bad sometimes Yeah, we all do bad sometimes Whisper to me that it'll be okay But I'm too young to die if I don't believe a word you say when you look me in the eye Tell me these secrets that you want to stay kept Cause your mind has no lock and key It's been three days since I last slept out Look what you do to me All I wanted was to keep you safe from the things out to do it's so hard to do in this goddamn place Getting by on just your charm But in my mind I'm the fighting kind But I know that just ain't me Cause I've run from fear too many times It's what you do to me Tell no tale of each sky and every line Not as truth and a crying shame I know we all do bad sometimes Yeah, we all do bad sometimes Now I'm on my knees and now I'm begging Please, could someone lend a hand Share this load or carry the weight It's more than I could ever stand but Nobody came, no, nobody came Not one of you heard my plea Cause I know we all do bad sometimes It's what happened to me Skin I'm in, it won't take on to I'll be scared every line Now this truth of the crying shame
yeah, that was Marcus Bonifante rocking it up with We All Do Bad Sometimes. Indeed we do. And that's a track taken from his 2013 album called Shake the Walls. Now next up, well we're going to rock it up here. This is Magnum and the Seventh Darkness. <laughs>
What a great band. Uh, you know, they're off the road the minute, I think, due to health issues, but hopefully it'll not be that long till they're back out again. That's the brand new sing single from Magnum called The Seventh Darkness. Now, here's somebody else I have had the pleasure to meet and uh, watch them in action. What a talent this man is. This is Todd Sharpville. And this is a track from his critically acclaimed Medication Time album, come out in 2022. And uh, this track's called Walk Out in the Rain. Walk out if it doesn't feel right I can tell you're only lying If you've got something better tonight Then don't mess up my mind with your crying Just walk out in the rain Walk out with your dreams Walk out of my life If you don't feel right Darling, catch the next train Put that ring on your finger If you said all that you've got to say, baby Then uh, please don't feel the, the need to linger Just walk out in the rain Walk out with your dreams Walk out of my life If you don't Just walk out in the 
Yeah, that's great stuff, great lyrics, great track. Uh, that's Todd Sharpville, and that's a track from his Medication Time album that came out in 2022. Uh, what a talented individual, and it's lovely to have him on the show. Now, next up, we have Van Morrison, and he released an album towards the end of last year, 2023, called Accentuate the Positive. And, you know, it's a collection of the rock and roll classics given the Van treatment. So this is Van Morrison and Bye Bye Johnny. Absolutely. Van Morrison and Bye Bye Johnny taken from an album called Accentuate the Positive that came out, I think, maybe November 23. Now, I kind of thought when we're doing a bit of Chuck Berry, we'd have to get the man himself on the show. So next up, that's exactly what it is. Chuck Berry and Johnny Be Good.
you know, some songs, the minute, the opening seconds that you hear, you know exactly what it is. And that's the case with that song. That's Chuck Berry and Johnny B. Good. And that was taken from an album that was released in 1959. Uh, and the album was called Berry is on top. Indeed he was. And indeed he still is. Now... We're up at the point of the Torn Up interview. Now, I have quite a colourful character here in the interview. He happens to be my friend, but he certainly has lived life. And, you know, I'll tell you a bit more about the interview when we play this song. This is Ronan Gallagher, and this is a track from his debut album called Always Broke, Never Broken. Damn right you're not, Ronan. And this is Shane. Thank you. 
Yeah, that's a great track. That's Shane. That's taken from Ronan Gallagher's debut album called Always Broke, Never Broken. Now, what can I say about Ronan Gallagher except he's definitely a unique, passionate individual. He possesses many talents. Film director, singer-songwriter, and he's also a person that cares deeply about the world around him and certainly not afraid to voice his opinion to anyone and everyone that wants to listen to him. Um, but this is a two-part interview because Ronan has a lot to say and we'll hear how he started his musical journey and what his influences and how he... How he uh, developed you know different different careers really and then we'll have uh some personal anecdote stories that he had you know with hollywood hollywood superstars that he got to meet and chat and some of the yarns that they told him and um he even hung out folks for a weekend with a rolling stone and he is going to tell us a little bit. He'll not tell us everything now, but he'll tell us some of it. Uh, and that's enough for me. This is part one of a two-part interview with the one and only Ronan Gallagher. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Torn Up interview. And you know, the person I'm about to speak to now, a few years back, I would have been asked him about restaurant management and culinary skills and what's, what's required because uh, this man with his brother was involved in one of the most and still one of the most iconic restaurants in Dublin, the Boxty House. Those of you who know your restaurants and know Dublin will know that this in Temple Bar area is very renowned and some very famous people have visited. But... We will maybe talk about that too, but I'm not here to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to talk about this man's musical career because, like myself and radio, and indeed he's a, he's a radio presenter as well, but he's a very accomplished musician, has released a couple of albums to critical acclaim, and it's my honour and pleasure to introduce the Torn Up interview, the one and only Ronan Geller. How are you, Ronan? Great, Jerry, and thanks for having me. Delighted to be here. Ah, it's great to have you. Ronan, just for, for the listeners, just go back and tell a bit of your life story, how all this happened, and, and you know, how, did you, how did you pick up that guitar and decided that maybe you wanted to do something down the musical journey? Well, it's funny enough, you, I remember I bought a guitar for my kids, a small little one in Ireland, I think it was 50 quid, in the hope that they might pick up the guitar and play it, but they didn't. And, and then one day I was in, in uh, my house and I was listening to the radio and there was some lad on, oh, some fellow about life coaching or some nonsense. But actually, he did make one point, he said, play to your strengths. And I remember thinking at the time, well, music is the only thing I've always really been anyway good at or felt good at. So then I saw the guitar in the corner and it had been calling me for a long time. So I eventually picked it up and uh, I really wasn't, I played, I played a few chords I could play, but nothing, you know, I was, and I'm still not a musician. I still can't play, some people say. But I got enough, learned enough to then be able to put words to songs. And I one day was in a car, I'd been trying to write songs and they really weren't coming. I thought, well, maybe this isn't going to work. And one day I was in Drummond Station. Uh, which is a train station not far from my town of Mole. And I was waiting for, or leaving off, I can't remember which, a nephew of mine. But while they were waiting, we met another young lad who was uh, a backpack on his back and already heading off. And actually it turned out he was emigrating to Australia. 
And it was not long after the crash, a few years after the crash, but we were still feeling that sort of emigration was going on. A lot of people were leaving their club and their parish and heading off to foreign countries. But I remember saying to him, I said, you know, there's an old saying we have, you know, oh, so where will you be this time next week? And he turned to me and he said, I don't know, but I'll be long effing gone. So I thought, there's a, there's a song in there. And actually, it was the first song I wrote was called Long Gone, and I wrote that in Drummond Station. And once I completed that song, got home and fixed it and wrote it, I then got confidence that I could write songs. And that's kind of how it started for me, really, in a way. It was just keeping at it and uh, getting that breakthrough. When I completed a song, that was like Eureka, you know, I completed yeah. a song. So. And you know, the fact that Ronan, that was a real life experience. Would you find that a lot of the inspiration for your songs, and I know you've written quite a number of songs at this stage, would you draw on that from memories of things that happened in your life or events that you witnessed? In other words, what I'm saying to you is, the lyrics, I know you're a great lyric writer and, and probably one of the best I've ever come across. And do does your inspiration uh, or, or you know, the creativity for creating those lyrics, do you draw upon life experiences or events that you've come across in order to create them? Most likely and most always from life experiences, whether they're your own experiences or the experiences of others. Now, in some cases, you invent little characters to, like for a song like Miss You, you know, I invent a sort of a character, like a film script, and that character, but I'll still, the story will still come from stuff that you felt or you have seen other people feel. So yeah. what I'm saying is it has to be real. It can't be, um, unless you're writing a fantasy song about unicorns and sort of, so yes, yes, you can make it what you want. But generally, it has to come from real life. And I think that actually speaks through in the song. When people hear lyrics, they realise, yeah, I get that. I get that. That's your job done as a songwriter, I think, you know. But that's just my perspective. Lots of other people might have a different way of looking at it. And and therefore, you know, your first album was called Always Broke, Never Broken. Where did that title come from or was there a particular reason for that title? Well, there was because <laughs> ever since I decided to pursue a career in creativity, I've always been broke, but as yet, none broken. So that's kind of where that title came from. It came from a thing that a saying I had, always broke, but never broken. Um, now, mind you, I've come a few times closer to being broken and uh, I've been broke lots of times. But it's a kind of a thing that keeps you going because you're doing this because well, you, you want the next song to come out, you want to create the next song, you want to move on to the next piece of music, you want to be creating stuff all the time. That drives you forward, even though there may not be huge success in terms of finance or from fame or anything like that. But that's it. that doesn't stop you from continuing to create because, well, I, from my own perspective, I have to. It's, it's, you know, that's just the way it is. I've been around for many years. I've lost some things and shed some tears. Watch the love light dimming in your eyes. I've done some things. I've got them wrong. Well, I'm not proud, but I'm still strong. And no, I won't do that. No. Don't you get me wrong Don't you get me wrong, wrong, wrong I never meant to hurt you with my song But you gotta know But you gotta know Gotta be so, so, so But no, 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 I won't do that No, 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 I won't do that I For 20 years 
joys and many fears Now you tell me that you think we're through You think that I am not that strong Telling you that you're so wrong And no, I won't do that No, I won't do that Don't you get me wrong Don't you get me wrong I never meant to hurt you with my song But you gotta know you find Ronan that you know being a songwriter uh, that actually there's a there's a, a release from it it's therapeutic it's good for your mind and body that when actually when you create music uh, it's it's beneficial to you as well as to the person that's going to hear it at some point absolutely and not alone that I would go so far as to say that if I didn't have music I don't know what I'd be doing now, to be honest with you. I certainly wouldn't be in the. I, I certainly wouldn't be the man I am. I probably, unless I found something else. Um, but I find music is probably one of the most inspiring, most um, therapeutic, cathartic, and self-revealing things I can do. Probably because I'm writing my own songs, and because probably when you're writing lyrics all the time, you're you're being very introspective, and you look back and say, "Christ, is that me?" But nonetheless, uh, it's what works for me, and it keeps me. I suppose. If I was uh, going to a doctor and he was prescribing some sort of a medicine for me, he couldn't describe any better one than music, in my opinion. And you know, Ronan, that begs the question, really. I think I've said this to other people too while we've been you know, speaking on the subject of music and its therapeutic value. You know, 
should the government put more value on on maybe music workshops and people attending gigs because there's a huge bill, you know, with, with, with health in this country where there's money spent on maybe seeing specialists or psychiatrists or people that maybe if someone just were connected with the likes of the music community and involved in it or encouraged maybe to pick up an instrument or, or learn to write a song or whatever it is, that that would be a great benefit to their overall mental health. Well, absolutely. And if you think about it, on an evolutionary scale... What functionality had music? I mean, we didn't need music to survive in the savannah when we started off, you know, when we were hunter-gatherers, being predated on by saber-toothed tigers and stuff. So what did music evolve for? And it has to have evolved to make us feel better. Yes. That's the fundamental evolutionary process of it. So if you think about that, what a gift evolution has given us. I think uh, some philosophers said that music, arts and culture uh, is to stop from reality killing us all. <laughs> Which, uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but it certainly is um, as a therapeutic. It allows us to express ourselves. It allows us to get out frustrations and protests. I mean, I write protest songs, political songs, or love songs. It has that thing... Uh, which really it's a release for people. And then for people who hear it, it's a relief. So you have a two things. So without question, music is uh, uh, probably one of the most fundamental things to human beings. And in fact, if you even go further, and I don't want to go off track here, but in quantum physics, there's a new theory, well, it's around for quite some time, put out by Max Tegmark and a few other physicists, in that at the fundamental smallest size of everything on in the universe are two little vibrating strings that are like guitar strings. This is not making up stuff. This is what's called string theory. So if you think about that, and then you realise, I'm probably jumping to a lot of conclusions here, and physicists all over the world say, what is that each you talking about? But you could actually say, well, then maybe that's why music makes us move involuntarily, because resonances and frequencies and strings are at the very fundamental of our existence, and indeed the existence of everything, according to string theory. So music is a lot more important. As to the government, yes, and here's the reason, but on the purely economic scale, for every euro government invests in arts and culture, both locally and nationally, it, re- it gets a return of at least two euro fifty back in terms of local economy and other such things like that. So without question, it's a no-brainer. You invest in culture, it helps people therapeutically, it does lots of things, but it also spreads the culture and eh, makes people feel better. Yeah, and I think, you know, we both know being involved in in music to, to, to varying degrees, that this country's uh, it's a richness of talent of people, whether they be poets, uh, you know, musicians, artists, uh, whatever. It's it's rich in it, and I mean, you yourself, you've been involved in a couple of projects over the years with songs. Some of the lock Lockering Castle was a tremendous success. A lot of hard work involved putting it together, but great. Great tribute to you as a musician. You brought fellow musicians along from the area and showcased their talent. And, uh, you know, we need more people like you to do that. And, yes, I know there was funding involved, but you still had to apply for it. You had to jump certain hoops and to get to where you wanted to go. And... Um, I think it's very important that, you know, government has to be maybe even a wee bit more user friendly and less hoops to jump in order to uh, in order to get there. But nevertheless, I think it's very important. 
Now, I know, you know, you're you're an accomplished musician, you're a singer, you're a songwriter, um, you're a, an artist, many talents, but we actually touched on a bit earlier on uh, filmmaking. You were involved in the movie business, the big screen. How did that all come about or how did you get, how did you get started into that? Well, actually, it was... I had always been, uh, I've always been a great lover of films and, and somebody used to always say, I used to have such a knowledge of films, I went to so many movies all the time that they used to call me a regular Halliwells that I knew nearly every film that was made. And uh, I was definitely a, a movie nerd. And then I thought, you know, because I have an ability to tell stories, I think that's also, you can see that in songs. So I'm a good storyteller. And I thought I'd try and write a script. And... Uh, I started learning how to write scripts and wrote a few that were unsuccessful and a few that I didn't finish and a few more. And then um, there was a girl called, a, a journalist called Veronica Gearn at the time, um, who you know of and, and you, you know tragedy that would happen to her. But I had been working with her and Mick Sheridan on a story about Dublin gang 
land crime. And uh, of course, in the middle of that, she was assassinated, she was murdered. And uh, so it ended, it ended up, we did a film called When the Sky Falls. And uh, it was a film about, it was the first film on Ronnie Dearn. And it was about her, uh, the sto- her story. It had Joan Allen and Pete Postlethwaite in it and Patrick Bergen. And um, so I then went on, I directed a few films for Warner Brothers, just t- stuff for TV. And I made a couple of short films myself and directed them, won awards with them. But what I found with film was that it was very difficult to get a film made for a start. Firstly, you sit down, you spend six months to a year writing a script. And then you have to go and you meet some fella in a suit who never made a film in his life or her, never made a film in his life, who would start discussing what needs to be done about your script. And um, you may never get that film made. The difference between film and music that I discovered when I write my first song is that you can write a script in three minutes in a song. You do it with guitar. You don't need anybody's permission. You can sing it to whoever you want. Reception will get will, will be depending on how good your song is. Whereas in film, you ha- and I enjoyed working in film. It's very collaborative. So is music, incidentally. But the thing about music is that you can write. I could write a song in ten minutes. Not that I often do, but I could at my kitchen table, and uh, and as I have done with you, called you up for five minutes at some outrageous hour in the morning. Jerry, you want to hear this song? And you can hear it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if I was to say to you, I have an idea for a script. You know, you'd have to wait a year to write it. And all the things that happened in between then. So, yes, I love the filmmaker and it's a great creative, but I think everything I did led to what I'm doing now. I have a song called Rewards. And the last lines of the song, I may not have the future that I once thought might be, but when it comes to dying, my friends, I'll do so being me. And that's kind of what, what the, where I am now. I'm at the place I want to be. Yes, and you know, <clears throat> that's what most of us in life really to be happy and fulfilled whatever it is that you're doing and I mean not that I'm going to go into my own story but it's kind of similar to you in many respects that it was later on in life before let's just say I found my true calling uh, it was always there but it's only in the last five years that basically it's it's I know it's who I am yeah. and and some people go through life maybe not knowing who they are. I think most of us do know who we are, but sometimes it takes courage to take that step to make it a reality and become that person because sometimes that requires change. Sometimes that requires risk, maybe financial or otherwise. Yeah. And <laughs> music business is not something that's, that that you're going to be rewarded with multiples of, of, of lots of money. Nevertheless, some people are indeed are very lucky to do just that. But I think what we realise is that being fulfilled, being happy, being able to share that, uh, you know, talent with others. I mean, folks, um, and Ronan touched on it there. Myself and Ronan are very good friends, have been for a number of years, and that's why it's really special for me to have him on the show. But Ronan's probably the only uh, songwriter that has ever made me cry with a lyric. And we'll not tell you what the song is because we'll, there's something very special planned for that. Hopefully, if all comes uh, the way we expected, then a lot of people will hear it. We'll say no more than that at this uh, stage. Except to say, you were crying for a good reason, I hope. Take it in my hand I'm leaving my own country 
that don't forget to tune in next week when you can hear part two of the shenanigans of myself and ronan and uh you know a big shout out to to the to the anglers rest where we did the interview we met that evening for some dinner and then we did the interview afterwards and they gave us a room now a work and rest and there's going to be the odd bit of noise that's unavoidable but they were so good and so kind to us so if you're ever in the ballyconnell area of cabin in ireland and you want to get some really nice food, then you can do worse than call to the Traveller's Rest. They'll, the staff will look after you, that's for sure. Tell them Jerry sent you. Anyway, that that's, that's part one for this week. Now, you also hear three other songs during the interview mix. I Won't Do That, Low, and Long Gone. And all of the tracks on this week's Part one of the interview is taken from the All Is Broke, Never Broken album. As I say, we'll have more of Ronan next week and more music and uh, really looking forward to presenting it to you. Now, next up, we have The Ghost Hounds, another brilliant band. And this is a track from their A Little Calamity album come out in 2021. And this track's called Between Me and the Devil. <laughs> Hey. hey! 
miles apart The only reason I'm keeping my soul Was I already gave you my heart Yeah, that was the ghost towns in between me and the devil. And that's taken from an album called A Little Calamity. That came out in 2021. Now we jump right into the fans' favourite. And this week, it's uh, the choice of John Reed from Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And John is a huge Skinner fan. And uh, he has picked three cracking tracks. The first one is Tuesday's Gone, followed by On the Hunt. And he finishes it up. With the classic Simple Man. Not going to waste any time. Going to press the button. I'll be in Southern Rock Heaven. With these three of the best from the Skinner Boys. Wind. 
enjoyed that john you're a man after my own heart thank you so much really really enjoyed those three from skinner and as i say thanks to everybody who uh you know sends in their their choices to the show we really appreciate it next up we have robert john and the wreck and pain no more take it away Everything I need is in front of me. 
Yeah, that's a great track from Robert John and the Wreck. Pain No More, taken from the raid into the late on to come out in 2023. Um, again, I love this band. There's very few weeks that they're not on the show. As I said to the guys in Home of Rock, they're like a house band. Uh, and um, yeah, it's, um, it's a pleasure to play them on the show. That's Robert John and the Wreck and Pain No More. Now, next up, we have Robert Finley and what goes around, comes around. Indeed, you are right, sir.
That was Robert Finley and what goes around comes around and that's taken from an album released in 2023 called Black Bayou. Now next up here's somebody else I really enjoy playing. This is Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown and show being worse. Tyler Bryant on the shakedown and show being worse and that come out last year as a single 2023 cracking stuff. Now here's someone else that can play cracking tunes, Joe Bonamassa and this is a track from his 2022 album called Road to Redemption and this is called Black Roses. <laughs>
Yeah, that was Joe Bonamassa, the man himself, uh, and Black Roses taken from his Road to Redemption album to come out in 2022. Next up, oh, listen, the coolest dude on the planet's about to step on the show, Billy F. Gibbons, and missing your kissing, oh, Billy. Hey! Yeah, that was Billy F. Gibbons and playing it as only he can and he was missing your kissing on the Big Bad, Big Bad Blues album that came out in 2018. Now we're going back in time to 1973. This is Aerosmith and Mamakin. Mamakin. <laughs> 
That's from the debut album um, back, I think. Yeah, that would have been 73. That's when it would have come out. That was Aerosmith and Mammakin and uh, great track. Now, moving forward to 2021 now, this was the debut single from a band that I think has tremendous promise. They're Canadian. They call themselves Wayward Saints and this track is called In The Wild.
yeah, there's kind of shades of Boston there, but listen to that lead vocalist when she belts out the lyrics. Oh, you won't get on better than that. That was Wayward Saints and In the Wild, and that's a single from back in 21. My God, three years ago. Next up, well, this is a friend of mine, Sujata, lives in London, a big, big fan of this band. This is Dirty Honey and When I'm Gone.
Yeah, that was Dorty Honey rocking it out with When I'm Gone, and that came out as an EP in 2019, a self-titled EP. Now, we are going to have a track from uh, an album uh, that came out back in 1971, Edgar Winter's White Trash. And uh, this was a track from an album called White Trash. This is called Keep Playing That Rock and Roll. Yes, indeed, Edgar. You keep playing it. Don't you know that I was...
Yeah, that was Edgar Winter. Uh, Edgar Winter's White Trash. And keep playing that rock and roll. Taken from an album released way back in 71 called White Trash. Next up, I love this track. I do play it from time to time. It's something you can dance around the kitchen. This is Juicy Lucy. And who do you love? Yeah. I walk 47 miles of mild wire, use a cobra snake for a necktie. I got a brand new house, put on the roadside, made from a rattlesnake hide. I got a brand new chimney on its foot on the top, made from a human skull. was Juicy Lucy and Who Do You Love and uh, next up well kind of the same era too this is Savai Brown and uh, this one's called Tell Mama
Survive Brown and Tell Mama and that's actually taken from a compilation album released in 2022 called Classic Rock Hits. There's a whole lot of other hits on it too but that's one of them. Survive Brown and Tell Mama. Next up, oh, I love this guy. What a distinctive guitar sound. This is Robin Trower and this is a track from his 1974 album called Bridge of Sighs and this is called Two Rolling Stoned. Same old moves And this cat of mine He's still 
Yeah, uh, Robin is just a very unique guitarist. He actually done some work there recently with Sari Shore, which was phenomenal. And uh, really, you know, he's still doing it, that's for sure. But that's way back in 1974. Robin Trower from his Bridge of Says album, Two Rolling Stoned. Um, now, next up, we have Els Bailey. And this is brand new from Hoare. And this is called Bring It On.
Yeah, Els is just a super, super talented lady. And she's just, you know, her career. From I saw her first, 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 I think it was maybe 2016, perhaps. And I saw her support Eric Gales in Dublin. And I knew when I saw her that night, I just, my jaw dropped. I said, wow, this is a special, special person. She has something something to give and my god she's given it and she's won every award you can think of and has a massive fan base so congratulations elsa wish you a happy new year hope you have a great 24 now next up we have selwyn birchwood and uh, yeah he's addicted talented young man Selwyn Birchward and that track was called Addicted taken from an album released back in 2014 called Don't Call No Ambulance <laughs> oh dear anyway next up uh, we're going to go back to the king of the blues BB uh, King and we're going back to the album that he released way way back in 1969 called Completely Well and um, yeah this is BB and confessing the blues. Well, 
such things and ways. If you take me to your heart, I'll be there the rest of my days. I said, baby, that's the truth.
What a talent, uh, what an artist, B.B. King, uh, Confessing the Blues, taken from his completely well album that came out in 1969. He was and is the blues, and it's an honour to play his music on the show. Now we're at the point of the producer's pick, and normally it would be uh, Graham that would be picking what? Graham being the gentleman he is, uh, this week has handed over the duties to his wonderful wife and partner, Deb. So, Deb Hillen, it's all yours this week, and she's picked two cracking tracks. First is The Scorpions and Rocked Like a Hurricane, and then The Dogs L'Amour, and how come it never rains? I'll tell you, it rains in Ireland, lads. I'm afraid wherever you are, must be different. Anyway, let's hear it as chosen by Deb Hilling, the producer's pick. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a great choice, Deb. Yep, definitely, definitely you have to come in now and again on the guest spot and pick your tracks. Really great stuff. And thanks again. And a happy new year to yourself and Graham. Two wonderful people, two great people that I'm so proud to call my friends. We're like a family here, so it's just another member of the family taking part in the show. And great stuff it was. That was tracks from the Scorpions, Rock You Like a Hurricane, and the dogs Lamour and how come it never rains and that track is taken from an album called in the dynamite jet saloon come out in 1988 now next up we have john bourne and this one's called the standard
Yeah, that was John Bourne and the Standard, a single released in 2023. Uh, and uh, yeah, good stuff, no question about that. Now, we're going to do a couple of instrumentals, um, you know, uh, well, sorry, that last one was an instrumental. Um, this is also an instrumental. Um, this is the Eric Gales Band and High Anxiety. <laughs>
Yeah, you, you know, instrumentals can be very hypnotic and powerful. You've had the experience of two there, you know. And, um, you know, John Bourne and Eric Gales, uh, both different, but both very powerful. Uh, and that album, Eric, that was back in 1991. Uh, and even then, he was incredible. And that that's one of my favourite uh, instrumental tracks, Eric Gales and High Anxiety. Next up, we have the Gypsy Wailers and Coming Home Tonight. Yeah, bye. Driving me insane. 
that was the Gypsy Whalers and coming home tonight, and that was a single back in 2023. Now we're going back to 2018, and this next band, really iconic band, Nazareth. And as everyone knows, Dan McCaffrey was with the guys for so many years. And as I said, you know, Dan was with them, but then uh, 2018 they released uh, a new album and the vocal duties was taken over by the very formidable vocal talent of Carl Sentence. Uh, and, you know, it it's a really good album. If you haven't listened to it, Tattoo It On My Brain, uh, really great. Have a listen. Um, this is a track from the album. It's called Pole to Pole. <laughs>
Yeah, that was Nazareth Mark II with Carl Sentence on the vocals and Pole to Pole. Great track, still a great band, no doubt about that. Now, next up, we have Saxons who are keeping the pressure up. This is new from them towards the end of last year. Hell, fire and damnation. All right, boys, light the fire. Thank you. 
Yeah, that was Saxon uh, racking it up there with hell, fire and damnation. That was a single come out, I think it was November of last year. Uh, now we're going to go back. It's 1976. Yeah. And this band, well, actually the next two bands, they really broke in that year. The first I'm going to talk about here is Boston. Uh, and uh, this is a track from their self-titled debut album. This is Boston, a rock and roll band. Great track, really good track. Like Tom Tom Scholes was the man that really played all instruments on that album. And then when the band uh, took the load, there was just himself and Brad Delft, Brad being the lead vocalist. There was really only the two of them involved. And then, of course, when they had to play live, they had to recruit actual members of the band to play the songs live. But they did that. And, and they did rather well with it. Um, but again, 
very special time and that's just a great track. Now I said there was two bands that really made it big in 1976. Well, there was many more than that, but the two that I'm playing on the show. This next band, an Irish band, Thin Lizzy. Now they did they did actually have a hit with Whiskey in the Jar back a few years earlier when they were a three-piece with Eric Bell on guitar, Brian Downey on drums and fiddle in it, um, on bass and vocals. But then this in 74 they signed to Vertical Records, the same stable as Status Quo were on. And there was a lineup of the band then that I would kind of call the classic lineup because it was young Brian Robertson on lead guitar, Scott Gorham on also on lead guitar, Brian Downey on the drums, and Phil Linnett uh, on vocals and bass. And they recorded Nightlife, Fighting, Jailbreak, Johnny the Fox, Bad Reputation. And then, of course, they had the phenomenal live album live and dangerous was one of the best live albums ever but jailbreak was the album you know and the boys are back in town was the was the single that broke for them now we're not actually playing the boys are back in town we're playing another kind of a funky track that actually would say influence a lot of other sort of funk rock bands like the the red hot chili peppers and others and you'll hear it from this this is thin lizzy an angel from the coast. The sacred heart is bleeding Hotel the Holy Ghost That the junkie is cheating To get the things he needs the most Lady Luck has got me covered Keeping her watchful eyes over me The lovers are discovered The charge is first degree
Listen to Brian Downey's drumming and listen to the guitar, the fluidity of the guitar playing uh, and the lyrics. Like Phil was just a brilliant, a brilliant lyricist, and uh, you can hear that there. Just absolutely fantastic. Then Lizzie, Angel from the Coast from their classic Jailbreak album. Now here's another band that I rate as being a classic already. And uh, they released this as a single not that long ago. It's very haunting. It's beautiful. I had to give it a spin again. This is the Cosmic Trip Advisors and Food for My Soul. <laughs> Bye. 
Yeah, I mean, what can you say? You know, they, they just have something very special. And uh, looking forward to many more, uh, you know, musical output uh, in the songs and albums from them because this journey deserves to continue for a long, long time. They have so much to offer the world. And I know there's a lot of fans out there feel exactly the way that I do. So please don't abandon us. Keep going, keep playing. And you make an awful lot of people very happy. And I'm sure including yourselves. Now, we're almost at the last track. And of course, before we do that, as always, I have a number of people to thank. And we go back, uh, you know, to the torn-up interview guest, Roland Gallagher. Now, Rocket, people that know me know Roland and I are good friends. But nevertheless, Roland has a story to tell. And it's a very interesting one. And I think and hope you've enjoyed it. And you'll get part, part two of that next week. Really enjoyed that. Then, of course, I have to actually then head across to the US of A, to Memphis, Tennessee, and say a big thank you to John Reed for choosing his three Skinner tracks. Really great tracks too. Thanks so much, John. Then, of course, I have to thank our guest, uh, Turn It Up uh, producer for the show, Deb. Deb Hilling, uh, Graham's one and only, and again, two wonderful people. We're all a family in this, and uh, it was great to have her back on the show. She's done this before. Come back and do it again, Deb. We'd definitely lo love you to do that. Two great choices from the Scorpions and the Dog Lamore, so really great. And then, you know, I have to thank the people, you know, here at Radio Home of Rock. You know, these guys let me loose over four and a half years ago now. And uh, things have never been the same, have they? But I've enjoyed every minute. They're a great group of people. And uh, I want to thank them very much from the bottom of my heart. Because I love doing this every single week. Then, of course, I want to also thank... Uh, Richard Lahamadou and everybody at Making the Scene magazine, the, the work that they do week in, week out, you know, making the interviews available on all the major podcast platforms, as well as being available at Making the Scene magazine. Never can I thank them enough for that. So appreciate that. Also, the artists, the record labels, you know, the people that constantly make contact with us and send us their new music. That's always such a joy to receive and an honour to play. And of course, you, the listeners, we can't forget about you because you're the reason we exist. You're the reason that after four and a half years, we're still rocking it out. So again, a big thank you to, to everybody that listens in uh, to the show every Tuesday and indeed listens on the podcast as well. Uh, it doesn't matter how you listen as long as you do and spread the word on the show and help these wonderful music musicians that really deserve to be here. Now, I think I've got around everybody. Uh, so now we're ready for the last song. And as you know, we always go out with a belter. You won't get better than this. This is Queen from A Day at the Races. Uh, and that came out in 76 too. It was a good year, wasn't it, for great albums. Um, and this is the opening track of the album. Those of you that have it know what's coming. This is Queen. And tie your mother down. And just before they take the ropes out to tie you down, I just want to say again, thank you so much. I'm so delighted to have your company. We'll do it all over again next week, same time. And just remember, 
If you hear music that touches your heart, what do you do? You turn it up. All right, lads, let's tie your mother down. Wow. See you next week.